0: I'm a director at Synergy Recruitment
1: And I'm Yasmin, also a director at Synergy
0: And today we're back doing another podcast again Um, And today's subject is, we're talking about onboarding
1: We are, um, we recently did a webinar, didn't we, about um, staff retention Which is a very hot topic at the moment It is um, For a number of reasons, I suppose the difficulties in recruiting But also the great resignation um, Which we won't go into too much if you want to know more about it watch the webinar. Um, <laughs> but essentially, there are going to be a lot of people leaving their jobs this year for a multitude of reasons following the pandemic. So yeah. your retention strategy is is more important than ever to hopefully prevent that from happening to your business. Um, so therefore, we've decided to focus on a very important part of your retention strategy, which yeah. is the onboarding process.
0: Absolutely. And I think... A recent study that we've been looking at has shown that um, great employee onboarding can actually improve retention by 82%, which is massive, isn't it? And um, I think 88% of organisations don't onboard well, which, Mm -hmm. again, is quite a frightening Mm -hmm. statistic, really, Mm -hmm. Um, and another bit of statistics for you, more than 40% of staff turnover occurs within the first month of somebody starting, which yeah. is why your onboarding process is so important, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, yeah. And I don't think a lot of people would really think of that as being a part of the retention strategy, um, but yeah. it is, because like we've just seen there, it's, um, it's a big part of what makes people stay if you bed them in properly right from the outset. So yeah, we will give you some ideas on yeah. how to onboard Board. people well.
0: Absolutely. And I think a common mistake is onboarding is not just about when they start on that on day one, it actually begins right from the day that you've offered the candidate the job, doesn't it? So, you know, most people are on a month's notice. So it's making sure that once you've offered them the job, and they accept, you need to keep in touch, don't you with them? And maybe organise a lunch, Mm. meet up with um, teammates Mm because it's quite scary isn't it when you like starting a new job it's not just about the new things that you're going to be having to learn it's all your teammates and you're like the newbie in in the office so if you can get people together just in a relaxed way beforehand mm. then they're not going to have those nerves or mm. as many of those nerves on sort of day one.
1: Yes especially if they didn't meet the teammates during the interview mm. process because a lot of businesses will have an interview process that just involves the senior leaders, leadership yeah. team um, so you people can be starting a new job without ever having met the people that they're going to be working with we all know that's a really awkward social situation so yes it might be nice yeah like you say to organize the a meet up before they actually start and then when they start on the first day they already know the people that they're going to be working with yes um,
0: um and then what about scheduling a plan for the first mm-hmm. few weeks because i think it would be quite nice to sort of already know right what to expect yeah. so what is going to happen in those first few weeks that I'm at this organ- new organization you know because it's the unknown that's one of the biggest fear factors, yeah. isn't it? So if you're given a plan to go, right, I know, week one is roughly going to be this, week two is roughly going to be that, yeah. then again, that's going to alleviate some of that fear and,
1: yes. and worry. Yeah, and in that plan as well, it would be good to give them everything they need to know before they start. So what the dress code is, what they need yeah. to bring with them on the first day. Because again, you know we get that from candidates, don't we? Like, well, what am I there supposed to take with me? Um, but it would be great if they had the ideas of that already before they turn up just takes away all of that hopefully yeah all of that first day anxiety
0: yeah essentially. absolutely and then when it comes to day one they're there make sure you've got all the equipment and all the things that they need because we've had it so many times with candidates haven't we where they've started at a company the Laptop's not there, or oh, we've got issues, and my email account's not working. And it's just we
1: had one candidate who didn't even have a desk, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we both did. started, <laughs> yeah.
0: which is not good, is no. it? You know, because you want to feel part of the team and you want to feel like you're. Joining somewhere that's organised and has has everything prepared for you, rather yes. than it being a complete
1: shambles. Exactly. Which goes the same for the induction. So mm. obviously, kind of step one, day one induction. So have yeah. all the paperwork ready to go. Yes. Um. You know, so it shows that you're organised and everybody knows what's what. Um, yeah. Talking them through the company values, the culture, the goals, really immersing that them in that right from the outset.
0: Yeah, so they can feel part of it and they also know what you're trying to achieve to yes. get their buy-in. That's really important, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe even giving them some sort of like roadmap for the first 30, 60, 90 days. So you're sort of ex- setting expectations on both sides then, aren't you? Yes. So I think yeah. that would be useful to do. Yeah. Um, and oh yes, this is definitely one for you, talking through the training plan but asking them how they what's their like sort of learning style yeah. or how they like to be yes. taught because people you're very different to me aren't I you that? everybody
1: learns in different <laughs> ways everybody does i'm very very detail oriented i need to know yeah absolutely every piece of information before I jump in and give anything a go whereas you are the complete opposite (laughs) (laughs) and you jump in first and figure it out later but people learn in different ways so you don't want to either frighten somebody by throwing them in at the deep end or bore somebody by giving them too much detail and information so I think it's really important to actually ask them how they like to learn and adapt the training plan to match up with that
0: yeah, absolutely, I agree Um, and then communication is key isn't it just constantly making sure you're in contact you're you know establishing feedback you're making they're not just you know speaking to sort of the manager but they're integrating with other teams in the in the office or stakeholders Mm -hmm. just really sort of getting themselves immersed in all areas of the business really so they're feeling part of it
1: yeah because I think that schedule that we talked about at the beginning It's not just about putting in all the different training that needs to happen and sitting them on a computer and making them watch different training programs or whatever. You know, it's just as important that they actually get integrated within the team and build relationships right from the beginning. Yeah. As it is that they learn how to do the job. So it's really important within that schedule to plan in one to ones with different people within the team and within the business. So that right from the outset they're meeting everyone and getting to learn about different people and then Mm. hopefully really feeling like they're a part of something rather than a few weeks down the line, people still not knowing what the name is. I mean that's just awful, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it is. And we speak to loads of candidates, don't be where, you know they're not necessarily in, loving their job and feeling immensely challenged, but they love the team. Yes. And, and that's that's why they've stayed at a company for so long, because they love the culture, they love all of their teammates, and they get on with them really well. So mm. it, it is the people aspect so important, not just like the process and the training.
1: Exactly, it's which vital. leads to another thing of a really great idea is to give them a buddy so set them up with somebody that is their point of contact Mm. and that's a person that they can go to with any questions that they have
0: um, anything
1: that they need somebody to bounce off and also even just somebody to go to lunch with because that's awful as well isn't it it not knowing anybody so yeah if you've got someone that you can spend that time with from the beginning then hopefully they should feel like they're not alone and that they know somebody there that's helping them out
0: and also that person that buddy um, they've been allocated the time to spend with that person so that individual isn't going to feel like oh god I'm constantly interrupting them and they look really busy doing that because you do you feel awkward don't yeah. you you know for, like disturbing them because you have so many questions mm. at the at the beginning so knowing you've got that one person that's set aside just for you yeah. will immediately make you feel better
1: absolutely um I think this goes back to what we were saying before about not overwhelming them. So making sure that the training is broken down into bite-sized chunks. Um, yes. Making sure that it matches up with their learning style, but finally i think for this yes it's about having regular catch-ups mm, so having one-to-ones yeah so at the end of the first week finding out how the first week's gone um you know asking for their opinion if mm. there's anything that they would like improving on we did that at the end of our first week took our um staff member yeah. out to lunch which was great you just get to an insight on how they're feeling about everything
0: yeah and it's easy it's, it's a more relaxed environment as well isn't it so you're outside of the office so you're just having a general chat and then hopefully they'll feel comfortable and open up and then we'll make some suggestions mm-hmm. if something isn't quite working because you need to know mm-hmm. if something needs tweaking so that they're then happier and learning better and then then that's what you that's the yeah. information that you need
1: Yes. Now, we would be very remiss these days (laughs) if we didn't also talk a little bit about remote onboarding. Obviously not something we would have needed to talk about years ago, but now Now. a lot of companies are onboarding people remotely.
0: Yes, because we have a number of clients that will just have staff that work remotely. So it is really, really important that this is done correctly because the pitfalls of onboarding remotely, um, you can have a loss of company culture. The candidate can feel isolated Mm, um, and poor communication as well. So it's vital that it's done correctly. So um, regularly demonstrating and communicating with the person, the company culture, the mission, the the values, Mm. again, so that they do feel sort of immersed in it, part of it, know what is expected of them. Um, I think that's going to be key from the outset.
1: Yeah, really obvious one make sure that they actually have everything that they need available to them online
0: seeing as they're working remotely that's they it. will need all exactly. their files and documents and project work and everything needs to be accessible mm-hmm. don't be having any glitches right from the outset that's the you know it's not working or the information's not there and um, so have it all ready for them
1: exactly um,
0: and again also have a buddy but obviously, just do it sort of in in a re- remote work um, support system, and have those regular check ins. Yes. So that they know that that person's there. You're constantly asking them for feedback, and how's yes. it going? Um,
1: I think those should be booked in as well making yes. sure that you've actually got them booked in each day so they know when they've got that time yes. but also then being available from a minute to minute basis because yeah one of the biggest problems that there is with remote onboarding is obviously it's not easy if you have a question when you're next to someone you can just yeah. go can you just help me with this but yeah. when you're sitting on your own in your own house you can't do that so yeah. Something that we hear from candidates, isn't it? That that's something that they really struggle with, particularly with training. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And even when you're in the job as well, because we've had candidates that have spoken to us. And if they don't have an answer to a customer's question, so they quite often have live chat groups mm. where they can message to get a response quickly but if a company um the managers aren't getting back to them in half an hour and they're sat there not knowing what to say to the customer feeling really awkward we've heard it quite a number of times haven't we um so definitely make sure that there's enough support there to get that instant answer or feedback to the person when the message in the group
1: absolutely i think that's about everything isn't it
0: yeah hopefully that's um been useful um and you can take away some of those points for when you're next recruiting and onboarding your uh, new member of staff yes absolutely so thanks for listening see you soon see you soon bye